What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleanX.com. Today we're talking all about how to grow bigger muscles and it's right here. It's actually really, really simple. You got three paths to do it. But the big thing is you can't get attached to one at the exclusion of the others because I'm gonna show you today how all three have to be explored and rotated if you want to see your best gains ever. If you wanna reach your true full potential, you have to make sure that you're doing them. And I'm gonna cover that for the reasons why that is. Let's identify what we have as our options first of all. We've got progressive overload, metabolic stress, and eccentric damage. These are the three main ways that you can grow muscle. Now ironically, if you were to look at the three of them, only one of the three, what I say, is actually going to cause a lot of muscle soreness. So right off the bat, you, you do realize that muscle soreness is not a prerequisite for growth, but it actually might be. You see, because at some point, I did a whole video on this, you're going to have to dip into the eccentric muscle damage technique as a way to start to continue to elicit new gains because these are going to dry up if these are the only two things that you use. I'll get back to that in a second. But these two don't necessarily do that. So what are we talking about? With progressive overload, we're talking about adding weight to the bar, right? Getting stronger in different exercises. Have your strength gains precede your size gains. The other thing you can do is you can increase your workload. Right? We can increase the volume of what we do inside of a workout. We can increase the density of a workout by decreasing the time that we do the uh, uh, same volume that we did the last time. So we can increase workload and volume, or we can increase our training frequency, taking advantage of the fact that we know that muscle protein synthesis sort of uh, peaks and then gets back to baseline within 48 hours. So if you train a muscle more frequently, you can hit it more often. You can spark that stimulus for growth more often. Or you can do both. Or you can even increase exercise variety from time to time because the new exercise stimulation on a muscle that you've never really felt before can be a good form of progressive overload. It's a lot more limited than these two, but it can be something that you can rely on. Metabolically, it's actually kind of exciting because you use lighter weights here, but what you're really relying on here is not just the tension that the muscles feel, but the chemical reaction that goes on inside of a contracting muscle. As your muscles contract, you produce metabolites. These metabolites start to accumulate, and what we normally do is we sort of stop when it starts to burn. But if we learn how to train with a purpose here, train to seek out this stress, and train through it, we start to take advantage of the fact that chemical reactions start to take place inside of our muscles that provide a stimulus for growth on their own. So it is a way that we can train with lighter weights, and there's another thing too, dispelling the myth that heavy weights are the only way to do it. We just see we can do it with heavy weights, lighter weights, or again heavy weights, but with more muscle soreness. So what happens is if we go down this road and we get attached to one single method, that's when problems occur, because let's just start at this end. Let's say I want to do my progressive overload using weight. We know, if, if, if we're not newbies, that this eventually becomes a problem. Because yes, neurological gains are a thing of beauty when you're new to lifting because you become more efficient at the lift. If it's a multi-muscle group uh, exercise, a compound movement, you might even become just more coordinated at recruiting the different muscle groups to contribute to that lift. So all these things start to allow you to increase your strength. The strength gains help to precede those, si those size gains, as I said, and you can increase muscle contractile tissue, and that's feeding into your ability to even lift more weight, and this whole thing is a beautiful cycle until it ends. And when it ends, you have to look elsewhere. And what a lot of people will do now is they'll look over here. They'll say, well, I just got to change my training volume around. If I can change my training volume, then, then I'll be good. If I can increase my workload, then I'm good to go. Well, here's the problem with that. As you increase your volume or if you increase your training frequency, what happens is we all oftentimes find ourselves derailed by that, that method because we start to get tendonitis, overuse injuries, 
right? We're, we're approaching this without realizing what is the actual recovery that I have in a muscle-by-muscle basis. Because some of our muscles don't respond the same way. Some muscles we feel like we can go right back out there and train. Other muscles take us longer. So if we have a 48-hour window to do so and we think that's the magic number, we're not really doing ourselves a service by doing that. So we're, we're undercutting our ability to do it the right way, and more importantly, we're costing ourselves by creating overuse injuries that create problems here because this can take you out of the gym entirely. As anybody that's felt pain in their elbow every time they curl, or shoulder pain every time they try to press, or knee pain every time they try to bend their knees. This can become a problem. So if you rely exclusively on this and think that your volume approach is going to be the answer, it's not. And even back here, if I were to point out, if you think that I'm going to just keep adding weight to the bar, what happens here is less of an overuse injury. This can become more of an acute injury because you try to just add too much weight and you can't do it and you wind up getting hurt. Or even worse, in an attempt to look like you're moving more weight, all you do is continue to bastardize your form to the point where it's not even recognizable anymore what you were doing. Maybe what we were started off looking like a bench press or a squat now looks like a quarter rep of both. And that's not helping you either. So now, if you're in this, this game here, and now you've got to go down and look for something else, well, we could kind of go down this road. And this is the one that I said was pretty exciting, because I don't think enough of us train this way. I don't think enough of us rely on the lighter weights. We think that the lighter weights aren't capable of building muscle, which we've already told you is not the case. And when we do use them, we don't train hard enough with them. And that's the problem. You can take light weights and train really damn hard, because if you can create this metabolic distress in the muscles and push through it, I mean, what I like to say is when it starts to burn is when the exercise starts, okay? Then how far can you push through that? And when you do, you do create a new opportunity for growth. But it is uncomfortable. You do benefit from having a knowledge of strength curves here because it, it helps you to realize where in a certain exercise you could do more damage here. But the fact is that this opens up new doors and it's something that you should do. But here's the problem here. If you exclusively use this method here and you're using lighter weights to do so, Where's the tension overload? You're using the chemical overload here, but where's the tension overload? The tension overload was coming back here. So you can't just keep doing this. You need to do more than that. So then we sort of always kind of come back down to the end here. And that is, you got to start throwing in some eccentric muscle damage too. We definitely have tension overload. We actually have mechanical distress to the muscle. As you're elongating that muscle under tension and stretch, you can cause some damage to the muscle. That actually comes back, repairs itself, and sparks a stimulus for growth. So the eccentric training, that's pretty heavy, and that's pretty uncomfortable. And the people that say, well, I'm going to just do that, because I I know it's hard, but it's good. That's a problem, because what's going to happen to your frequency and your volume if you're always doing eccentric training. You're going to be too damn sore to ever do any of this. So you see where this is all going? Where this is all going is that all of these are, are necessary. Again, the people that say, oh, you don't, you don't need to be sore in order to make muscle gains. My argument was, yes, you do, because eventually, even if these two methods aren't leading to too much soreness, because they're going to dry up and they're going to force you to go down the line looking for another method, you're eventually going to have to come down here, and that will cause soreness in most cases if you're doing it right. So ultimately, I say, yes, you're going to have to in the big picture. But no, you don't have to in any single method to be making gains while using that method. So the point of this video, guys, is that there are, there are definitely ways that you can build muscle, and, and attaching yourself to just one of them is doing yourself a disservice in the long run. You can attach yourself to all three and learn how to weave them in and out with each other so that you're benefiting from all of them without facing any of the detrimental side effects from any one of them. 
And a matter of fact, we've been putting in a lot of time and effort here at Athlean X to do just that. I have a brand new program coming out called Athlean X Breakout, and it's meant for guys that have hit a plateau in any one of these areas, or they can't gain size anymore, they can't gain strength, they thought that they kind of reached their true potential. I don't think that's the case. I think that if you learn how to do these and do them all three together at the same time, weaving them in and out at the right time, then I think it's very, very possible to start seeing new gains. That new program is released tomorrow on Black Friday, depending upon when you're watching this video. If you're watching it after Black Friday, it's already available over at athletex.com. If you're looking to try to break out of a plateau, I highly recommend that you go over there and check that out. In the meantime, I hope you found the video helpful, guys. There's a lot to training and building muscle, but the fact is that you can simplify it a lot, but more importantly, be open-minded to all three of these things, because that's going to ultimately hold the key for your success. All right, guys, we'll be back here again soon. See ya.